Hi guys, I'm glad you're tuning in to this week's episode of What's New in the Ethereum and DeFi space. I want to bring to you all the latest and hottest news without fads and hype to make sure that you've got all the tools and knowledge necessary to make the most out of your cryptocurrency investments during the next bull run. My name is Kieran, I create DeFi and crypto videos weekly. So if you enjoy this type of content, you want to know more, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out. And to all my loyal subscribers, a big thanks to all the support and feedback I'm getting from you. So let's dive right in. Very exciting stuff I'd like to share with you. So first of all, you might have seen a different type of simplified market cycle based on um, traditional trading, but this is adapted to the Ethereum chart. I think it highlights very well on what kind of stage we're in in the market cycle. So you've got the different elements of this cycle. So it starts with disbelief, hope, optimism, belief. And that was during the 2000, early 2018 Ethereum bull run where we topped out at around 1,400 US dollars. And then the ICO crash happened with all these ICO platforms selling all the ETH, which brought us into the panic, um, denial, anger, and depression zone. And now I believe that we're in the disbelief zone. Many people are thinking that this rise in price that Ethereum has had over the last few weeks is maybe a bubble or maybe not. So that's why they're in disbelief. They believe it will be crashing out. But I think it's not the time to sell. Definitely not financial advice, but I started creating the should I buy Ethereum um, videos back in December 2019. And there the price was around 150. So since then, we've had an incredible growth, which is great. And that's why I believe we're in a disbelief phase with a lot of positive things coming up for Ethereum technological side, but also um, in terms of price growth. What I would also like to share with you is the fantastic ROI that we've been getting um, since the beginning of year and ETH has outpaced many other assets. So in the cryptocurrency space, it's outpaced Bitcoin, but if you compare it to traditional assets, it's outpaced gold, NASDAQ, Composite and the SAP 500. So the ETH is at around, I think around 230% growth since the beginning of the year, possibly a lot more if you would have bought during the Black Swan event in March. But it's 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 fantastic growth uh, nonetheless. And I think it's interesting to put it into perspective with the other assets. So I think it's also very interesting to ask the question why crypto might be entering the decade of Ethereum. So Ethereum is slowly taking over Bitcoin's place in terms of transaction volume, in terms of users using the network. And I think this is very interesting. There's been this term called the flippening, and that's about the Ethereum market cap um, surpassing the Bitcoin market cap, which I think might take still quite a while to happen. But the flipping has been happening silently on many other areas. So for example, Ethereum is settling more value than Bitcoin, which is fantastic. So this means that the demand to use Ethereum is one is on the rise, but there's also another metric and that's the daily settlement value and that has surpassed Bitcoin. So this is a chart from Messari and it depicts the Ethereum versus Bitcoin daily settlement value in billions of US dollars. And one of the biggest uh, reasons for that is due to the rise of stable coins on Ethereum. Ethereum now settles significantly more value than Bitcoin daily. So yes, during 2017, 18, 19, um, Bitcoin had had a lot more of daily settled value. But now in like since the beginning of July, Ethereum has surpassed Bitcoin. And I don't think this is going to stop. I think this is just going to increase by um, multiple 10x from now on until the end of the year. 
And most of that growth is probably going to come from the DeFi space. Other metrics which are very interesting is the daily active users in the DeFi space, the amount of smart contract calls that are happening. That means users that are interacting with smart contracts or in other words, with decentralized applications that might be decentralized finance applications or other ones running on Ethereum. Then you've got the DEX volume, which is that DEX stands for decentralized exchanges. Those are decentralized finance platforms which allow users to trade on the Ethereum blockchain. And it can trade many ESC20 tokens or ETH um, without having to do all the bureaucratical work that is necessary in the traditional finance space. So the, to put it into perspective, January 2019, um, when the term DeFi is starting to rise and people were starting to get interested in it, it's, it's still very low. And you can see this growth has been um, just phenomenal. Going to the moon would be a little bit of an understatement. So here you can, uh, if I zoom in a little bit, you can see here you've got the different DEXs which are leading the charge. Those are the most popular ones in the DeFi space. DRX, Balancer, some very known ones I've made a video on. Uniswap, DYDUX uh, video is coming out soon, so make sure to subscribe if you want to uh, learn more about um, margin trading on DeFi. Then you've got many, many other DEXs which are interesting. And I believe this is just the beginning. This growth will just continue because many people are realizing the benefits of trading on decentralized exchanges. You don't have an exchange that's trying to rip off their traders like many other centralized exchanges are trying to do, especially leveraged, uh, centralized leverage trading exchanges. I'm not going to name any names, but there's been quite a few black sheep in the space and that's definitely not good for small retail traders. I think for small retail traders, DEXs are perfect because it allows you to start out with low amounts. The fees are typically a lot lower than uh, centralized exchanges. So if you'd like to see how the DeFi space in terms of market capitalization is doing, I suggest to go onto coingecko.com slash EN slash DeFi. And there you can look at the top 100 decentralized finance coins by market capitalization. So the current market cap is 8.8 .8 billion, which is relatively small if you look at many other cryptocurrency projects. That means there's a lot of room to grow. The ETH market cap is at 44 billion. So I can see the DeFi market cap surpassing the ETH market cap in maybe a few months. I'd say like um, six months would be a conservative uh, time frame. The Def DeFi ETH ratio is at 20.1%. So Chainlink is the leading DeFi project with 41.5% dominance. Um, and the second in place is Maker. So there are quite a lot of prominent DeFi projects that have still a lot of potential to rise because it's still incredibly small. So the Ethereum futures hit a new all-time high as ETH rockets past $400. If I was down below, but I'm happy it passed this $400 mark, and I'm sure it's going to see this price point soon again. And the trading, the daily trading volume was 14 billion US dollars in a single day. And here I share with you a chart with each bar representing the aggregated daily volume for futures on many different exchanges. And as you can see, the beginning of the July, very small trading volume. And here, um, end of July and August, the aggregated daily volume just skyrocketed. You might be wondering why this is important for you. And I think this is fantastic information because it helps you see that more people are trading ETH futures, more people are talking about ETH. And the, this, the more this happens, the more of a positive impact that will have on the price. So let's continue with 
how many people are in profits. I hope you, if you're watching this video right now and you've already bought ETH, I do hope from the bottom of my heart that you're in the profit zone. When ETH was at 400 US dollars, it meant that more than 78% of all traders that had bought ETH at a certain point in time are now in profit. So it did drop a little bit um, after the price went down from $400 to around um, $380 and now it's at 62.5%, but this still is a very good number. So a while ago, I shared my Ethereum 2.0 price prediction video that got a lot of likes and support. And in that video, I shared a chart. It was one of the price predictions where I said that ETH could reach 750 US dollars by the end of the year. And for that price prediction, I used an indicator called the Ichimoku cloud. So I won't go into all the technicals and explain how it works. The basic gist is that you've got two clouds as long as the price is under the cloud, it means it's bearish. And if the price is above the cloud, it's bullish. So if we take a look at the daily time frame, we can see that the price here is above the cloud. That means here, for most investments, you think about going long. For good price targets to buy, you can think of going at different support lines, for example, $320. You can maybe put a buy order there or even a little bit lower at $315, you might get lucky. As you can see here with this dip here, if I can zoom in a little bit, which happened on the 2nd of August, you see the price dipped way below the current price. It reached and just barely touched this moving average at $324. Now definitely there were a few lucky uh, traders that put some buy orders here. So if you want to get lucky, you might try and put some buy orders along the moving averages. And if the price should dip down and touch that area, then you will be able to get ETH at a pretty good price. So now let's go back to the weekly time frame, And I want to talk about this price prediction because I think what's happening at the moment is fantastic. So when using the Ichimoku cloud, there's a small rule of thumb that I like to use and that is an edge to edge trade. And basically what that means is when the price enters the cloud, there's a very high probability that the price will touch the other side of the cloud. And in this case, that would mean that the price would reach a price level of $748, which is fantastic. Now, of course, what is even better is if the price breaks above the cloud, because that would mean that ETH will be trading in a bullish trend. So last but not least, let's talk about what's happening with ETH 2.0, the Medalla testnet. It's gonna launch on the 4th of August at 1 p.m. UTC. So that's today because they reached the required amount of girly ETH that is necessary to launch. So that would be around 689,984 girly ETH is already staked and counting. So that means that the Medana testnet can start. And as, as soon as that started, I'll make a Prism installation guide for anyone that's interested in becoming a validator on the Medala testnet. What's also new is that there's a multi-client attack net, which is up with new challenges and larger bounties. So if you're good with tech, good with IT, good with programming, you can check this out. There are some bounties available to win. So you can win a considerable amount of money for attacking this testnet and finding some bugs. For example, Johnny Rea was awarded 5,000 US dollars for performing a simple DOS attack. Um, Alex SDD7 got a 5,000 US dollar reward for performing an L40 DOS attack. I'll leave this down below so you can check it out if, you, if there's something that's for you. So that was it for today's video. I hope you enjoyed this episode of what's new in the Ethereum and DeFi space. I've got a very interesting video about the DYDX leverage trading platform that's coming up soon. And I've also got a video on the AVE platform 
how to lend and borrow and make the most of your investment. So that's also coming up soon in the next uh, two to three weeks. The video is already done. So if this is something that interests you, make sure you hit the subscribe button, hit the like button to help out with uh, the YouTube algorithm. With that said, I wish you a fantastic day and I'll catch you in the next video. Have a good one. Bye-bye.